Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, you were snaking me, throwing me under the bus. Damn. Um, and he He's, like laid, that sounds quite direct. He laid it on me, and he was like, "This like it's not okay you, with the way you're going out about your business. It's really sneaky. You throw me under the bus to try and get ahead. Like you're gonna." Yeah, he didn't talk about as much though. I think it kind of just glossed over. Mate, so literally, bef- I, d- I hope Aaron's okay with me saying this. I'm sure he is. Um, eating with my ex, guys. Eating with my ex. Brett, what was on? Eating with my ex on BBC Three and BBC Three. I yeah. watched it last night. Did you really? Yeah. Oh shit, man, what do you think? They literally sat in a room and they're like, hi. And they're like, hi. That's their, like, they have no relationship. There's nothing going on there. So for them to put them on the sofa and say, oh my God, what happened in this? And they're like. It's just giving, like, it's like, it's like forced. It was so forced. Oh, I did want to tap into Fashion Week. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get into that. Let me get comfortable with this because. <laughs> I don't know if I want to address this. But like, <laughs> okay, I, let's I, get into it, guys. I'm looking at this one, right? <laughs> I'm over it. My podcast, guys, is back. I'm in a studio and I'm here with none other than Love Islander, Brett. How are you, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Thanks. I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe you're here. This was organized so last minute. The way I messaged you and within 24 hours, we're here. That's it. Like, that's all I need. I was like, yes, let's just get into this. And I am not used to all these cameras. And <laughs> mate, not, it's only two. Come on. I know. I know. But like cameras and like podcasts, like men and podcasts just don't go well oh, together. Oh, no, no, no. I'm trying like, to get out of them. Like, no, it's no, no. such a like, there's so many embarrassing men out there. So it just doesn't even feel right <laughs> doing all this stuff. But here I am. Here you are. How are you doing? How's yeah, all good. It's been busy. Obviously, had the uh, little thing on Wednesday and then straight into fashion week. So uh, Straight non-stop. into fashion. Bro, we're going to get into it. Don't worry. <laughs> we're going to get into it. But I want to start way back. Yeah. But when we obviously knew you, which is from Love Island, now obviously yeah. you came in quite last minute unfortunately mm-hmm. on the show because a lot of a lot of islanders don't like that i don't know if you that really irritated you it did so they um they took us all out to mallorca to do an isolation they call it like cast holding um because of like covid situation and all that so we're in a villa for at least two weeks right um and then after that two weeks is up they're like right where any day now you can go in but it's very reactionary to how the show's going so like someone might leave someone might come in and then they're like pick someone from cast holding to go in interesting so i was like i was there during cast room more like sat in quarantine thinking oh man it's getting late now like i don't know how long i'm gonna be on the show and then obviously two weeks it was literally the weekend coming up to like two weeks to the end of the show and they're like yeah you're getting in on sunday so it was a bit frustrating i'm not gonna lie because i knew the situation i was going into was going to be very hard to like infiltrate right but it, it is what you it is you had two so. weeks left of you going in there so your impact yeah. was going to be minimal yeah and it was like obviously you want to have as big an impact as you can um and take like make the most of the pop- of the opportunity but 
I was like sat at home thinking, man, there's literally no one I want to couple up with either. Lord have um, mercy. And you have to send in three girls' names that you like are interested in every single day. There was there was comments made in the dinner date when we was up in the thing that was that has been floating around the villa. Before yeah. the text. Night, have this you, is before the text. Have you heard these comments? No. No. Yeah, so every day the producer will like text your chaperone like, oh, can we have Brett's three now? And I was there like I don't know, man. You don't know? No, so it's I just have to send three, just have to send like three. Anything so looking else. back at your journey specifically. Yeah. If you were asked to do it again, would you do it again? Um, uh, in a way that you wouldn't like, obviously. Yeah, obvi if time. you, yeah, of course. I think so, yeah, because. It, it, oh, you would? Yeah, I okay. had a lot of fun whilst I was there. It didn't come across like that, you but I did have a lot of fun. Okay, like, cool. it was It was a pretty enjoyable time. Um, have it, you watched back everything? I watched like, no, I watched like two episodes and I was like, I'm done. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't watch it back? You weren't like curious to like, like you know, see things that, or oh, the way you were like, okay. Cool. So I was. Because I was going to ask you like, are you happy with how you were edited? But like, obviously yeah, no, you don't know. No. So it was like, I felt like once I had a character of the boring person, they were just ran with it. Um, coming across is almost like, I don't know if there's any salvaging salvage it. Really? Screaming. So all the fun bits that we had, like where we're all bombing in the pool and all that crap. None put of Brett's bit. Yeah. Brett's being boring, chatting about something. We'll air that bit. Right. And then just jump in the boring bits. And I'm like, Pfft. I watch it back as I don't need to watch it. I was there. Like I know how everyone else reacted to me. So right. There. So you only watched two episodes and you were like, Dump. so yeah. So when we got dumped, um, and then we did the live show in Mallorca, um, they were like, Love Island After Sun. Yeah. Okay. They were like, can you watch back some of the episodes? Because obviously we need to need Have you some to know what's going on. What's yeah. going on? Um, and I literally watched back the one we got dumped and I was with Priya the whole time like in that period after in the show. isolation yeah. okay, after, cool. before after that's quite intense and, well, like uh, both of you to be in a position wait for us so we were literally sat like this watching Priya be mean to me and have watching our situation back and I'm literally there like this like and she's obviously like very nervous yeah and a bit fun. guilty because it's the first time I'd seen her look down the camera and say that stuff and with the girls and say that stuff because obviously when you're there, you don't see the, mm. the beach hut stuff. So it was the first time I'd seen it all. And we we uh, we had a bit of a few hours like where it was rough between us. We had a few arguments and stuff. But after that, I was like, I don't really want to watch anymore anyway. That's quite intense, especially yeah. if you're coming off a situation where you guys obviously weren't that great. Yeah, exactly. And then you're put into a room for isolation for a couple of hours. Yeah. Damn. Oh no, we had to live together for the whole week after. Oh wow, for a whole week? Yeah, we got dumped on the Sunday and then the after sun was the next Sunday. So you like, don't separate? You can live together. No. So oh. when I watched that back after a couple of days, um, Aaron uh, Simpson also got dumped and I called him and told him like all the situation. Like, hello, like, can you help me? And he was like, mate, call ITV, get yourself in another villa, like get out of there. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what, I've got a couple of days and then I'm home. So What was intriguing to me is that I think you one of the few Islanders... I think I saw you mentioning it and that you chose to wear your own clothes, yeah. specifically clothes from other companies. Yeah, yeah. So was that something that, that was easy for you to do? Um, yeah, so we had like three or four uh, meetings with the producers beforehand and I was really keen to get the contract to see what the situation was with the sponsors. Right. Because um, they're, they're brands that I would never work with. I distanced myself from them a few years ago. Um, and I was like, is it an issue if I just bring my own clothes and don't accept any? And they're like, it's totally fine. But if you do wear them then the sponsors are able to basically like screenshot the TV and use your image however they like. Right, so if you don't wish to wear them, there's like a lack of they usage. Can't, yeah, they, I'm so not wearing them clothes, so they're not going to use they're me They're not going to use you on so. a website, or you won't be seen as much exactly. with the images. Interesting. Yeah. Now, of course you didn't watch yourself back as much, but like, was there anything that you felt that people didn't see of you? Um, yeah, I think, like I say, like they, I mean, it's they, always they had a lot of boring bits. In hindsight, yeah. but like, it's really like, frustrating. Ugh. 
And even the arguments that we have, or like the conversations, I think it was the day that um, Priya friendzoned me. And like, I'd had a chat with Aaron. And when she was uh, saying she got the ick or something. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, that day, like throughout the day when the boys told me and I was like, do you know what? I think Teddy was great with me that day as well. And he came up and was like, bro, like don't change to try and meet up, like to try and reach yeah. and get something to yeah. go with Priya. And he was like, you're, he was like, you are fun. You're not boring. Like don't let people tell you you're boring. So you're not. you felt like you were... Yeah, it was like, you know when people like project you, on you and you feel like, you shit, were wrong. Like, that is me. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'm boring and all that yeah. stuff. And Teddy came over and was like, mate, don't don't change too much to like try and get with someone. Like, that's their issue, it's not you. Um, oh, that's nice one to do. Yeah, that. It, mate, it was great. Um, and the same with like Aaron as well and um, and Tyler. They were like, look, don't, you've, you've gone out of your way to try and make this work. Like, don't keep going and keep forcing it. And I was like, do you know what? It is, it is tiring, like doing it all day, every day mm. for like three or four days in a row. So I'm like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm ready to step away too. But they don't air any of that. And then they air just Priya saying, I want to be friends and me going, mm-hmm, mm, like a complacent yes man. Right. And I'm like, oh, fuck man. That like, was a bit more even than they aired. Yeah. Frustrating, but. So would you do reality TV again? Uh, Knowing think... that there's some kind of possibility that you come off in a way that you may not like. Yeah, it's that control of narrative, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm kind of done with it. Obviously we've got, something else to come um but when that's done and right. i think i'm reality tv is were there any now nah, maybe this is me being messy but was there any <laughs> arguments or anything that took place with priya or anybody else that we may not have seen um yeah there was some things that you definitely didn't see um i wouldn't say it was like an argument or anything or but tension yeah there was or, tension yeah. so the first intention so literally i arrived right i had to get to know everyone right and then like two hours later i was on a date with priya right so in that process i'm like right i'll go talk to millie i'll go talk to mary i was just trying to talk to everyone as best as i can because i've got literally a week like two weeks to get it going literally you have two right. weeks so <laughs> so i was like right like, let's go. i was like i was gonna i said to the guys like, i'm gonna grab two at a time and like we'll try and like kill two birds with one stone so i can test the water and they were like man you're brave <laughs> like taking the girls two in a go so i was sat down with millie and mary and i was i was basically talking to millie because i missed like four episodes of the show mm. in the process of going in so i don't really know the situation between millie and liam situation with anyone really um and so I started talking to Millie. I was like, do you know, like, how's it going since the Castro Moore thing? You know, it was really rough. Like, I watched Very it. Very rough for her, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, like, I was watching it and I was like, victim. I just, purely from an innocent but inquisitive stance, like, you know, what's the deal with you and Liam now? Are you good? Or, because, you know, from we wa- was watching at home, I was saying like, you know, it looked bad, like, it didn't come off like in the nicest situation. Um, and then I got a text and I was like, right, sorry, I'm going to take Pri on a date because she did catch my eye. So I come home from the day, debrief the boys, right. and um, all on that swing, and uh, Liam goes, can we have a chat? And I was like, yeah, of course, like, yeah, sweet. We're just me and Liam, we're having a chat, and he's like, uh, you know, I think um, you were snaking me, throwing me under the bus. Damn. Um, and he he's, like laid- sounds quite direct. He laid it on me, and he was like, this, like, it's not okay you, with the way you're going out about your business. It's really snaky. You throw me under the bus to try and get ahead. Like, you're gonna, if you're gonna do this with all the girls, then it's not gonna work out with the with you being like one of the boys. And I was like, like honestly, not the situation. I wasn't trying to throw anyone under the bus. I mean, you purely, must be quite blindsided by it because you're a newbie. Completely. And the first thing you want to do is try and fit in, especially with the lads. Especially with the lads. So, um, especially when you have two weeks left. Yeah. It just was and we're sleeping like... in the same room. Like, come on. Um, so I had to like say like honestly I'm sorry that it came across like that it wasn't the situation and he was like alright fair enough like mm. shook hands but it definitely was an icy start and it really it was then difficult to then go and integrate with all the boys so I actually grabbed all the boys after that and said lads 
I'm sorry that, that how that came across. That's not how I'm going to go about my business. I just wanted you all to know that. Like, I'm oh, not trying okay, to like well, poach nice. you, yeah. uh, po poach your girls from you. So, but again, like that kind of stuff sticks for a day or so. It sticks for especially yeah. longer in your mind. It's in the back of their minds that when yeah. I'm talking to well, anyone, they're like, maybe he's throwing me under the bus. Or maybe he's going to steal my girl. Maybe exactly. he's coming to do that. That's yeah. his mission. There's only two weeks left. Finale. I want the coin. Exactly. I want to win. So it was. It was then. It was hard for the next few days to integrate, and that's why me and Priya were kind of forced to spend a lot of time together early, early on. Why would is it? Why would it be hard? Was why was it hard to integrate because of um, that issue? I think there was that. Yeah, just the so standoffishness like secluded you. Yeah, I think so. It might have been in the back of their minds, and so they when just they'd prefer to like leave you out of conversations. Yeah, occasionally, yeah. It's quite intense. Yeah, a bit. Right. I stand up for so it. So, like, just in like, you can't leave the environment. No, there's no, there's no privacy. There's no. Um, I got on really well with Tyler and Aaron. Aaron was great because he was like the next new one in before me, and so I'd go and try and have a chat with him, and we'd like try and take our microphones off and get in the pool and try and have some privacy. And the they wouldn't, they wouldn't let the you. Tanner's like, if you're going to talk in the pool, can you go to microphones, please? Wow. Yeah. So just trying you don't to know what in. time it is as well, and I'm gonna just deviate. But that that really irks me. If I don't know the time in the villa, I'm gonna go mad. How do you Mate, not go mad? We, we're like, so we get woken up by that lights, and they're literally like these. It's like dental lights, Jesus and we're there Christ. like this, and we think it's probably middayish. Um, but then the time's like, oh, can you start to wake up now? Ask everyone how they are, blah blah. blah. And then we get outside, and it's already absolutely baking. And we're like, it's easy. It must be one at one p.m. now, surely. Um, but then at night, we film so so late. Like the dumpings and the recouplings and stuff, it's so late. I don't get that because I don't have to retake some of that stuff from what I've a heard. A bit, yeah. Um, someone might trip over their words or there'll be a bird or like a wind and you don't hear the audio very well and it's just like, oh, can you just sit down, stand up, say it again? So are there like a lot of people behind the cameras that we don't see? No, we don't see any people at all. Oh, um, so how do they tell you? Through the through There's, the there's a, the tannoy in the villa. Oh, okay, what you said, yeah. So yeah, they're just like, um, can you just hold on a sec? We're going to check back the footage, make sure everything's fine. And then we're there. So those shots where we're all sat there like this and we're like, that's, that's just us waiting. But they add them in to add suspense to like the situations. Yeah. Watch it, watching it back and I'm like, I don't know, I think we saw people like roll their eyes and stuff. I'm like, that didn't happen at all. Right. Um, just little bits so like that. It's interesting that your little like tiff with Liam was not shown to anyone. Not at all. And that he was given this very good edit post yeah. being a cast more bad boy. <laughs> yeah. And then they ended up winning the show. Potentially, and but I mean stuff like that. I do feel like credit credit to him though um, that like after two or three days passed, he became more friendly. I think you could see, I could see that him, yeah. him and Millie were great anyway. And but I think the audience would have benefited from seeing that potentially, or just seeing a lot of different scenes that we weren't seeing. Yeah, I feel like sometimes when I was watching it and reviewing it, some things weren't adding up to me, and I just feel like these like filler scenes would help. Yeah. I know they only have an hour or so to fill everything in. That's it. But exactly. sometimes they replace it with scenes that we don't want to see. Like, yeah, I got this. Someone, like, someone else is saying this. Like, when I'm reading tweets about situations, like, oh my God, why are we seeing more of this situation? Like, we're done, we're over it. And I'm like, that wasn't even a thing. When we were there, no one even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, like there were a lot of things that kept showing all the time. Yeah. Mostly like, me just boring. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> like, I do feel like your edit wasn't that great. Yeah, it wasn't. And even the introduction where you're sitting on the... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, it's a lounger. Oh it's a lounger. God, it and so you're much. tanning and you're like that. And I'm just, I'm just like, it was, kind of they were like wanting you to get roasted. And like everybody was like, roasting you, including me. I was just like, with the glass, like, cheers. I don't even drink, man. Why like, you had boys, everybody like kind of walked out. Like, I don't know, and man. The cough, the cough really fucking annoyed me. I literally sat down, went, <coughs> oh, yeah, you got kept doing it. Yeah. Got comfortable. And then I lay there. And then I watched it back and it's like, oh, the girl's there. And then I've been sunbathing for a couple minutes and then cough. They're like, Oh, like 50 meters away, they're <laughs> never gonna hear that. Like, why would I <laughs> cough? You did keep coughing, but did they eventually, did they hear you because of the coughing or did somebody no, tell you? Someone just, I think, I think maybe they got and some, someone in the ear that said maybe you should look outside. Yeah, this is what I think. I think because the, they, oh, they got, yeah. they went outside, none of them looked over the balcony, so I was just waiting there. So but I think this they is got what producers do. They like to, I think it's more evident to us as the viewers yeah. that they're mingling a lot now. Because for Priya to speak to Faye right before you guys got dumped, it was so <laughs> evident that <laughs> obviously told producer told her. I mean, I'm not mad at that because, it, you know, it definitely it, geared some I dramatic effects and something to an extent, but at least make it look more authentic. And I don't think yeah, she did. I, and I feel like the producers, I feel like she should, she should have done that anyways. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think, it. yeah, I think she should have done it anyways. Um, because that night was such a blur and we're all like saying, some, we're a bit sad, we're saying byes and all that stuff. And I'm like, um, no one really knows how to work it all out. And we're not actually allowed to talk about the production at all. No, it's like and they a did not let can't us. break. So it was, yeah, so it was like, they did not let us tell who anyone who we voted for. And the voting situation, they scattered us all around the villa. Like some of us indoors, some of us upstairs, some in the garden, miles away from each other. So none of us could confer. Um, and we text, texted our votes in, and then we weren't, me and Priya sat next to each other, not even allowed to talk to each other about it. Interesting. At all. Because after you guys left, that whole voting situation or voting for which couple of things is least yeah. compatible, it definitely set the villa off. So, why are you shaking your head? No, speak. No, no, no. no I'm letting him speak. Yeah. I'm such a And you, on outside or in, are a different person, and you're me off right. now. Are you all right? Got so much to say, cuz. If I was saying something different over here, then you could come at me like that. And I stand by my opinion. Hey, it like, gave them a week of content they needed before like, the final. Exactly. You know, Kaz was Aaron, you had Faye yeah. literally everyone in the villa. <laughs> like, it was just like ludicrous like it just mm. it was like everybody's minds were self-destructing and people were in there for a while and they got yeah. paranoid and they were upset with the voting so i think stuff techniques like that i don't know because they stuff like that i think helps the show it uh, helps with, the with, show. with narratives yeah because that is what obviously we as viewers want to see and they gave a lot of that early in the last couple of weeks yeah because this new season coming upon us i don't know if you've seen it but they're adding a lot of changes yeah i don't know what changes they make so they mentioned that it's going to last for 
two, three weeks longer. So it's gonna be like 10 weeks. Yeah, it was a long time. And then they're gonna um, bring a lot of LGBTQ plus contestants. Good, because I made some comments about that as well. And I asked them during the casting process as well. Yeah, 100%, because it needs to be from the top as well, from the um, bottom. Yeah, yeah. But how do you think that will work for the show? Um, I'm confused with how would that would, would integrate with the format? I don't I, know, yeah. The, I mean, the of course they've got a lot to think about and they'll know, but like... I was, I was really like amazed at the actual scale of the production. It's, you know, when you're watching at home, mate, it is so much bigger than you think, the production. It's enormous. It's like a huge team. There's, the teams are massive. You've got like tech teams, cameras, vans, absolutely everywhere. Obviously, you've got another villa for Castro Moore, all of our private villas for quarantining, chaperones, management, mate, it's enormous, the production. Um, I think extending it by another two or three weeks you might start to lose people if it's not like mm. always going. Always, that's what I'm saying. Because like after Castle Moor, everyone's like, yeah. that sorts itself out. And then we're like, we're another three weeks till the final. We're now. Apparently like, they're removing that as well. Oh, really? And they're adding something else to it. Or they're going to do that and put something else to it. And I'm just like, I'm just intrigued to know what they're going to do. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're probably looking at like the too hot to handle situation. Yeah, I actually and haven't watched the latest season. I don't know if you... I haven't seen the latest season. I've met a couple of the people and I've, I'm aware of it. But... <clears throat> It's um. It's becoming it's very predictable. The exposure, yeah, but the exposure on that show is huge. It's because it's like cross country, like exactly you've got the US, Australia. Yeah, and so I think they might be taking a little snippets from other other shows that have been successful to try and like rejuvenate. Interesting. The Love Island series. Personally, Top to Handle, I am done with it already. I just and I think it's know, just the was... idea of you can't have sex, therefore you know you lose money. Like we know the basis of the game, and it's just one specific task. It's not multitasking. It's yeah, like multi challenges. You know. So I think for me, I didn't even know the third season was on. I, like I, I didn't even know it was coming. No, I. It's just always on. The Netflix give it a really good push. You know, it's interesting that a few of the Lavanders from my season, including me, was asked to go and do. Oh really? Yeah, but they don't tell you what it's called. They call it. Um, yeah, they tell you, I've had this. They, they call it parties in paradise. Yeah, it's something like mysterious. So yeah. you can't tell anyone. Like you know, it's a dating show and it's set in this exotic place and there's people from all over the world. And I'm like, this sounds great for me because I'm a, like I've been around. Oh, like, so looking back at it, do you think you should have gone on that? I nah, if they'd have told me what it was, no. Yeah, because... the whole show is just around sex. <laughs> yeah, like, the whole show is. Sex. Do you know who else was asked from your season? Anybody that you made? Um, I believe Sharon was asked. And a couple of the other ones, I can't remember who, but yeah. When I brought it up, they were like, oh yeah, we all got, we got asked for that as well. Yeah, Georgia's, Georgia's done well for herself yeah, post Georgia's the show in terms of like, you can, in terms of the way she articulates herself. Yeah. Especially on Twitter. She's smart and she's funny and she's yeah. sarcastic. And yeah, and her, great. Like, her little TikTok videos, yeah. you just see them her popping up here and there. Yeah, she's a breath of fresh air, man. I wish she had a better edit. She was there longer so people could see her personality. Yeah, her face when Hugo was doing that speech for Chloe, I was just like, it's just so unfair on it. But I do think you guys who've been on the show for a very limited time, you guys have done well. I appreciate it. With the time that you obviously have, because you don't have a lot of time and you don't no. want to work with it now. Yeah. Yes, Love Island has become a career-related situation where you know you're going to get something from it. Yeah. So those who have a limited time it's, need um, to be clever. You, you have to be proactive. You have to use it as a catalyst for what you want to do. I think Georgia and I and a few of the other ones, we knew in our heads what we wanted to do anyway. Yeah. I was happy. I said this before. I was happy if I went on and I lasted a day and left and I got one follower from it and I got no expo, no articles or nothing. Mm. I went home and went back to my old job. I'm content because I'm, ha I'm happy with what I was doing already. It's so interesting because obviously our premonition of how you are on a show is so different to how you are post the show. There's <laughs> yeah. such a disparity. Yeah. And it's insane what, how a narrative and what editing can do to make you look like somebody yeah, that you're sure. actually not. I know. Or, and, oh my God. And getting abuse 
about things for something that you aren't. Like people accusing you of being a Tory. <laughs> like that must have been when... Like, 20, 20, my friends like, were losing their shit online. Like, I came home like, mate, I had to literally log off of Facebook because I was losing my head. They must have been to a, a lot, yeah. Brett. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, um, it was rough coming home. And in that quarantine bit after, when we're before After Sun, I got on a call with the publicist and they kind of, you have three days before you get your phone back. Right. So they can prepare you for what you're about to read and all this right. stuff. And I remember being on the phone with the publicist and she was like, We've, it's been quite bad for you. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah. Somebody's like, only been there for two weeks. Exactly. And uh, they were like, you know, I have all the boys, we need to tell you about like the things you're going to read. See, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. From your inside, you must have been like, what the hell? But like yeah. from my perspective, I'm, I'm not surprised by you getting a lot. Yeah. But I was like, I, I have to say, I was really appreciative of my brother. Like he did a great job running my socials whilst I was away. That's a lot. Yeah. To like for someone to have. But also to read shit about your appearance. Yeah. And it's his appearance as exactly. well. Exactly. The fact that you guys are twins. Um, and deal with it. Um, but he was good. He took the stance of, you know, if we're, if we're first to the joke and we laugh at ourselves first, it like diminishes any kind of abuse that we're going to get because yeah. we're in on it ourselves. Because you were seen as an auditory, you were, the way your introduction was, the boring hey, edit. Yeah. And of course, we're all thinking of you like, who is this newbie? Mate. We want new good people. Like, this is like, ah, that's yeah. what everybody then could be. We're like, what's going on? And yeah, and I was like, it was the walk in, the sit down. I was just like straight away, like, this is cringy as shit and it's just not me. Do you know what? The bit that really got me was... Um, you know the the um, heart rate challenge where we're all dancing on each yeah. other. Funniest night there okay. by mile. We all had a great time. It was hard and nerve wracking because it's really fucking yeah. embarrassing. But after we had the best time, we all laughed about it. And me and Kaz obviously are really good mates. And that thing was so funny to us because I got her heart rate up the most. Yeah, I'm sat next to Tyler, who I'm really good mates with as well, and it was funny. And then I come home and I'm reading tweets like, you know, the reason Kaz's heart rate was so high is because she's got a Nazi climbing all over her and a white supremacist. And she's scared shitless and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, that was such a funny night. And we had the best time. Yeah, and I'm white supremacists just because of a heart rate challenge. <laughs> eating with my ex, guys. Eating with my ex. Brett, what was on? Eating with my ex on BBC. Three. And BBC Three. Yeah. I watched it last night. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. What do you think? Nervous? No, not at all. Really? No. <laughs> you taunting me. I'm just no. curious. Are you nervous? Not one bit. No. Cool as cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I do think you saw enough was dramatic, but right, same, I, but same, but I liked it just because I purely think of it from a production perspective. I don't always think of it from an audience because I review shows. Yeah, yeah. So I want some. I, I had these eating my ex shows. A lot of the time, they don't get confrontational about stuff. It's no. minute issues, and then they move yeah. on. And, and I want I'm something bored. that's like you know. Like US related TV because I feel like here in the UK we're very hypercritical. Yeah. Whereas in the US they deal with a lot of dramatic stuff on TV and it's just that's what it's known for and we don't yeah. really like when you get that here everybody becomes really upset but yeah. it's also like you want it so it's it's a bit of both so it was good TV. Okay, that's good. Okay, like I enjoyed it from a, again from a producer perspective. I thought this is okay. if I was filming that. I'm thinking this is great. Like people yeah. are going to watch this. So um, so me and my brother watched it back. And what did you think of it online? They the storming off. Was more dramatic than it was because we had like an actual altercation of going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards over and over again, and then I storm off. Right. But the edit where it's like, oh, it's just one little thing, and then I get up and walk off. Hmm. So it was actually worse than the ad. Um, wow. Yeah. I do think that um, and the producers. I didn't go outside. I went downstairs to the toilet, and the producers like literally chased me. Like, please, we come and finish the show. I'm. Sc oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like we're getting nowhere. It's it was all authentic. At least, at least you weren't like. Yeah. At least you weren't told to storm off. Mate, I was. I was sat there thinking we'd be able to actually resolve this, mm. and she wouldn't meet me halfway in saying I've told, I filled you in on it. 
she wouldn't meet me halfway and say the things that I wanted her to say fully. And so I was like, right, we're fucking getting nowhere. So I'm done. What's the point? But did, did you admit it to it on, on the show? Of, of what, no. what she was? No. So okay, she goes, my mind was elsewhere. Basically elsewhere, entertained by someone else. And then obviously... It, that's it, the only word I wanted this to include. Someone. Yeah, so that's when I was watching but it. I don't know if anyone will get that from watching this. Right, right. That's I think, why I was annoyed. I think one thing that would irritate me from what she was saying was... I've been very transparent with you, but then obviously if you haven't been transparent because you can see how upset I am. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. So I was smiling at her and laughing. I'm like, by somebody else prior to coming into the show. So it's like, you know, you're not giving me, like, clarity or whatever. But then she, she says she isn't. So I, like, I don't, I'd like... Of course, I don't know whose opinion to take. Like, it, just, it is what it is. Yeah, it was, but, but I can understand your frustration from when somebody says, uh, I've been clear with you, but clearly you haven't because you were seeing someone allegedly, like, outside of the show. Yeah. Prior to even coming in. So your yeah. mind was never even on me anyways. You That's were just there the bit. That's the bit I was kind of... You were just like, you weren't there for anything authentic. You were just there for watch time or something like that. Yeah. And therefore, I'm going to be upset by it. And then you're not realizing it. But do you know what? I, I guess out. I see that frustration so as well. We or Maybe she believes she has been transparent. I don't know. What, what we we filmed and then she texted me after film. We filmed like all day. She texted me after like, come over, we need to talk. So we then had oh, wow. another little like face-to-face situation. And it's just not getting well. With, and, and did you guys... <laughs> <laughs> it still didn't end well. Really? <laughs> because it seems like the problem is there and you just kind of just like get over it and just apologise if that's what she needs to do or yeah, she feels like you um, need to and you just guys move on. But it's still, it's not amicable. No, like we haven't spoken for like, I think the show just before... I texted her once because I felt bad. Someone on a Reddit thread made me feel really bad. So I texted her to check in with her. Not the Reddit threads. Honestly. Screaming. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> um, not Reddit. Honestly, so like, oh, man, it got me. Like, this Reddit thread got me. So I checked in with her to check that she was all right. And she didn't follow me and all this stuff. And I'd done, I think, two tweets about her. Mm. And um, so I said, look, you know, they're in, they're, they're in like, banterish nature. I don't mean any, I'm not going to try and drag you or anything like that. Mm. And she was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. She was in Costa Rica, I think, with um, people. Damn, so you guys just can't, you know, 
It's not gonna work. So if Priya walked in right now, you'd just be fine. storming off. <laughs> Fuck this, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> like, do this. No, yeah, so it's, it is what it is. Like, I'm fine, all the best, whatever. That Love Island review now, I'm so sorry, it was Bro, an absolute shit. mess. Uh, absolute why mess. Why was it there? I have no idea. I've been doing so many other things that day. man. Because I don't know why everybody sits on tables like we're in Starbucks. Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Like genuinely, it should have been a proper reunion. Laura in the middle, or another presenter in the middle, and everybody on the side, and you're properly addressing situations. Like give us, yeah, like this. Like tell us the things that happened we didn't see, and why you why you react. Yeah, like, that. like it would have been nice up. to have seen you and Priya having these conversations on the reunion stage as well. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like all of it was it was very dismissive and things. It was very quick. But and I think wrong. even like I the situation like with um, Lily and Millie and Liam. There was no yeah. real need to do that. Like, they're fine. Lily's got no motive. They literally sat in a room and they're like, hi. And they're like, hi. That's their, like, they have no relationship. There's nothing going on there. So for them to put them on the sofa and say, oh my God, what happened with this? And they're like. It's just giving, like, it's like, it's like forced. It was so forced. Like, of course you would address it. It's a main narrative on the story, regardless. And they're all cast members. But, but they're still trying to hold still, on to it's something. Still, like, it's trying to, like, oh, it's already been rinsed. Yeah. And nothing you can it's do about it. Whereas there were other conflicts that there's a lot to, like, talk about. Wait, the Hugo, Amy, Georgia, Sharon yeah. thing. And then Kaz, not Tyler, not being asked to sit on the thing and, and the sofas. And they were obviously finalists. And, like, it was Aaron and Mary clearly had a lot of attention on that show, on the reunion. And that was really tapped into... Like Laura, what are you doing? But of course, she's there's a production around it, and she's yeah, obviously felt, told. What's so, Aaron was great with me as I went in and as I came out because mm. he was the only person I could call. Mm. I came when we got dumped. He got dumped two days later. He was the only person I could call and talk to about. So we kind of confided in each other. Obviously, Mary Blesser uh, came out came out to some really rough news. Right. Yeah. Um, about her grandmother. Yeah. Bless. Yeah. And um, you know, it's like you got to be there for Mary. It's a really mm. tough situation for her. At the same time, Aaron like wants to know what the situation mm. is with him, but he can't be too, like, can't put any pressure on Mary at this time at all. Um, so it was really difficult for them. And then we feel yeah, yeah, you have like a moral, you know, yeah. moral value not to really of push. Of course, something. you like yeah, um, and they're both good people at heart, I believe. But the situation coming out was I feel bad for Aaron and how it went down, especially with the live show. Um, yeah, he didn't talk about it as much though. I think it kind of just glossed over. Mate, so literally before. I, d I hope Aaron's okay with me saying this. I'm sure he is. Um, just before we f started filming live, he pulled me like behind the caravan so where we're all getting changed. Like, mate, I'm, I just need to talk to see where we're at. Like, because you know, I, I don't know if I want to carry this on like mm. at home, and uh, hopefully that's how it goes. But she needs to mourn and deal with her situation. And then they filmed the show, and Mary basically, you know, I've got a best friend forever, and I'm there watching it like. Did you say best friend? And I kind of felt like maybe things were kind of the cooling down. I wasn't sure what was going on, Mary. Where are you now? Yeah, me and Aaron have been really pursued things since we've gotten home. Um, obviously, I've had quite a lot going on family-wise, so we've just like not nothing's um, carried on since we've left the villa. Aaron, would you like there? Anything? I mean, it wasn't my choice, so. It's so awkward. I don't know. I'm like, do tell, tell more. Okay, I'm gonna move. Oh my days. Are you sure? You've literally been in bed together for like two weeks, non-stop. Yeah, all over each other. Like, I don't want to deal with this friend zone. Just like, mm. and I was like, so he didn't see that coming. Oh no. Okay, this makes sense then because he looked uh, very like 
Hey, he held it together. He I was very looking, like, disappointed. I was looking angry. at the side of his head like, bro, how are you keeping this together? This is why I'm like, Laura, tap into that because we need something for this reunion. And I feel like that situation was never really transparent for us. We didn't know what was going yeah, on. I, was, I mean, clearly he didn't know either. So Mary was just like, tra- Mary was just like, sorry, like, this is what I'm going to do. And she didn't communicate that with him prior to going on the show. Damn, oh, so, so maybe that was a last minute head. thing for her. Maybe she was just like, this think is so. Or maybe it was just best, like, I just need to chill on this so I can sort my own stuff yeah, out. Yeah, which makes sense. Which makes sense, perfect sense. And I w- would fully endorse and accept that. But it was just, it was, we, none of us saw it coming there. And then maybe it was just those words that come out, you know, when you're live and you're just talking. You could, like, well, like, verbal diarrhea, and it just, it just kind of came out. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe but she yeah. pre-planned it. But I hope, I hope her and Aaron sorted that out. I, I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's all one of the bridge now because that's it is. Some, it's, it's so it, long ago. When did it air? September? Yeah, it's so the long ago. Yeah, it was September. Damn. It's February. So he had no idea. Mm. That's quite scary. Now, I did want to tap into Fashion Week. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get into that. Let me get comfortable with this because <laughs> I don't know if I want to address this. But <laughs> like, okay, I, I shouldn't be saying... Fashion Week and London Fashion Week in the same sentence as PLT. No. Because I believe London Fashion Week were like, we're not really involved with this. Yeah, they distanced themselves. I think they started um, announcing that they were going to be showing during London Fashion Week and the British Fashion Council were like, you're not at London Fashion Week. You're the same, you're the day before, you're like during the same kind of time, but you're not associated with London Fashion Week. Wow. So that's not my comments. People are saying I'm throwing shade, saying it's not real London Fashion Week show it technically isn't no it technically isn't I, I didn't see that statement initially I think I saw yours and then obviously I saw that as well I was like yeah. oh wow this is actually very like yeah apparent so London Fashion Week started with the Nicholas Daly show Thursday night uh, right designer from Leicester great guy nice yeah you're very like well like educated with your designers yeah so what are you wearing today um, this yeah. is from a company called Sheep Inc nice um, it actually has a QR code here which you can scan and they assign you a sheep it's actually carbon positive as well um, so it's all natural materials you know the sheep that this has come from and you can keep an eye on it Interesting. and all that stuff um, my trousers are a sample from Nanushka um, that's the thing a lot of like the outfits you see me wearing are like samples that sometimes don't even get made um, and then they're for like shoots and stuff like that and at the end I'm like they either get recycled or go you know nice. into waste or whatever so I was like I'll either buy them or they give no I really like your trousers things. very nice and then my trusty I get slack for these so much, you know. They're nice. I get so much slack. 990 is a staple trainer. They're very nice. I like yeah. the colour. Thanks. Back to PLT. Yeah. yeah, so you were literally out there protesting. I didn't know yeah. you were there. Like, I saw protests. And yeah. then I see you with obviously a card. I'm thinking, okay, well, well it's int- to me, it's so interesting because you have a Love Islander inside and then you have a Love Islander outside. And it's just the... It was, it was rough. The disparity. It was a bit rough. So um, a couple, a few days before... Um, I was speaking to Venetia and um, Maisha, the girls that were organising it, and they were like, we want to do this. And I was like, yes, because I did a tweet a while ago, like, someone please tell me where this is mm. going to be. And um, they were like, would you one want to be involved? I'm like, I'm there. This, I think this is like three days before. And they're like, we need the address because they're keeping it very, very quiet. So I was like oh, trying to tap PLT in. Show. Yeah. Interesting. So I was trying to tap into my Fashion Week contacts, my manager and my old agents who rep some of the talent and... I actually sent a group text into our Love Island group, like, oh, hey, anyone in London? Yeah, because I'm sure a lot of them went. Um, there was, I think there was only two from okay, my year, cool. so it wasn't too bad, but yeah. Um, just try, to try and find the address. And luckily, some, through someone, I uh, can't say who, we found we got the address. Um, the girls got the address. 
And so we're like, right, we need to start a plan and we need to keep it quiet so they don't know we're coming. Interesting. You had a whole a man with a plan, baby. Mate, I wasn't just there. And you got you got the plan from within literally at the stratosphere of PLT yeah. world. And then you kinda yeah. In, yeah, don't, it was don't, all very, don't release your contacts about it was no, it was orchestrated. Not. It wasn't just like, oh, let's just turn up on the day and like we just had fun. It was yeah. we knew exactly because what we were I doing. did think to myself, oh, you know, like, what if Brett actually has friends that are coming to watch this show? I had a like, lot of friends there. Yeah, what? You, and some of them were queuing up. Yeah, I think to go in, and there were yep. protesters like saying stuff to them. So I'm thinking, what? Well, how, like, how do you feel? Obviously, so, um, there's like different situations here. But you're saying some of those people or people that were their friends, or whatever, kind of yeah. helped you with where to even go. Yeah. Um, okay. No, no one in the queue actually. No one in the queue told me. So Kaz was there, and I've spoken about this before. Um, and she actually walked past me as I'm holding the sign. I literally lifted the sign, went, "Love you still." And she was like, <laughs> and, "No, because and it's Salma because too." Salma literally texted me in capital letters as soon as she saw me. She clocked me. And she literally sent me a text like capital letters like love you so much blah 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 so it's that's cool. the thing like it's just like you know when you're going to a protest about something and then you have friends that you're like how do yeah. you like you know i've um i had to address this on um on my instagram on a reels because um i was getting people commenting how am i so anti this and you see it was cares about primark and um i was like first and foremost i support my friends like we don't always that's have to the thing that like, you it's hard to friends. like but when it's um a female of colour who's getting paid to do stuff on social media. Right. And I'm like, black influencers get a lot less opportunities than white influencers do right. and get paid substantially less. Substantially less. Substantially. So I'd rather my friend go and get their bag than if it's right. not her, it's going to be someone else. This is the thing. And it's not her, yeah, the this white is what girl. I wanted to tap into. I think the disparities that you pointed out were very good. But also it's the fact that, you know, people who maybe not liking fast fashion may have also bought items from fast fashion but yeah. also it's because we're, we're only we're just one human in comparison to these vast exactly. companies exactly uh, you, you know have monopolized exactly. so much it's not it's about like you can't put them both on the same level playing field like sure. oh my god you're a hypocrite because you're this you're a hypocrite because of that like it's not that easy and i feel the conversation is much more complex it is and it's become very reductive when you make it into it really you is. bought this item from asos but now you're anti-fast listen, fashion you're a hypocrite exactly i like, mean listen we've all got we've all got fast fashion items in our wardrobes all of us. I have them. Yeah. From I bought them maybe a yeah. few years ago now, but I still have them. But I look after them and I yeah. wear the hell out of them and I try and repair them when they break. Exactly. So Some people may not have the time to exactly look and find stuff exactly. as they should because they've got such other important ventures. The sustainable fashion landscape is so much bigger than having to buy something new that's perfect. Hmm. There's so much stuff before that. It's renting, it's borrowing from friends, it's repairing, it's going to charity shops and vintage stores. That's something I absolutely love. And Faye actually loves going to charity shops as too. Um, and it's all of those things. There's, the spectrum's just so, so big. Before we, I'm not telling you to go and spend £100 on a blank, blank, blank T-shirt. Like, that's not what I'm trying to tell you to do. I'm like trying to tell you to be aware just of Just be more aware of it. Else. Um, and obviously the influencer culture that perpetuates like oh my days. disposability of clothes. And you said a, a very good comment about, you know, the, diverse, the um, diversity was very performative. Yeah. They have a lot of um, <coughs> women of colour who are front screen, but behind the scenes, what about the women of colour in these workshops? Yeah. I think that was a very interesting point. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, wow, we're seeing Muslim girls on the runway. This is fantastic. But at the same time, it's also like, what about the Muslim girls specifically in these workshops in the UK or outside? Yeah. That it's I like, paid nothing. It's it's almost like greenwashing for sustainability. It's like performative mm. performative stuff for to like hide all the exploitation behind them. So it's, if you look at all their campaigns, look at all their e-commerce, it is dominated by women of color. It's dominated by them, um, and you know it's great for. I love the like that a girl can see that growing up and say 
I can be a model, I can be celebrated and I can go and achieve what I want to achieve. I'm there for that. You also have to contextualize the brand that that's in front of. And that was the other thing that annoyed us about Molly May's little podcast stuff. It was the lack of context right. to what she was saying. But on the other side of that, this whole thing is not about Molly May. It's not about her. Right, it's, it's the bigger press than, it's put bigger our than, names together yeah, because they than, have because to. Because of Love Island and stuff like that, but it's bigger than it's someone so like, much it's bigger, bigger than, than her. Just her, not, yeah. my, if you read the sign, nothing to do with Molly May on the sign. And you look at the tweets and the captions I put, it's about the Kamani family. Right. It's about the other greedy billionaires who are in the other fast fashion right. brands. And the backlash that I'm getting at the moment is all about me trying to further my set. I've never spoke about this before. It's not, so, I'm just doing it to stay relevant. Clout and all that shit. or something like that. So yeah. where's this backlash coming from, like Twitter? Um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and chasing around the internet. Um, and it, 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 there comes a point where it's hard to ignore and you like, really feel like you need to defend mm. yourself. Regardless of whether I went on Love Island or not, if Venetia messaged me saying we're going to do a protest there, I'm there. Right. My brother, if my brother wasn't working, he'd be there. And the other four or yeah, five people Yeah, I mean, you know there, where your heart is. You know where your tent is. Should, I even roped in like four or five of my friends to come along as well. Um, I it, think it was a good protest because I think it did bring a lot of media coverage. It. Because I, I didn't even, I like apparently, the, I didn't even know that the appeal to Molly Mayshaw was was going on. There was a live stream for it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. That was a um, a video that I saw on my suggested box and then from there I went on Twitter and I saw like protests and, and then on TikTok and then I saw yours as well so it just kind of helped I think it was a good way of really putting out yeah, a lot of coverage because I don't understand what her show was about because I don't think she designed the clothes the designers in the crowd but then you're sitting there with pictures of you know you as a creative director you're walking out clapping and it's just I'm very confused I, like I didn't understand stop trying to put words in my mouth but, like I'm just personally very confused because it's it's just interesting. And then for London, London Fashion Week to state that, you know, this is not part of Fashion Week. They obviously want to distance themselves from that image. And then also you want to come out with a reseller's marketplace. Another uh, scam. Which is a whole another another scam. weird situation. And of course, it's not just Pretty Little Thing. There are several companies. Absolutely. Um, but um, it's just, I don't know. I was just, um, the more I look at the show, the more questions I had about it. I was just very confused. It's, it's tricky because obviously being in like really deep ended in the fashion industry, the term creative director is basically, you're the boss of this Above you is just the CEO, essentially, and like the board yeah, so members. the creative director is somebody who's in charge You're of... someone who creates the direction of the brand. Right. And it's in the messaging, it's in the storytelling, it's in what kind of clothes you're going to produce. It To get to that point, you are a designer first, you've made clothes with your hands, and you've been to school for years to study that and done internships and right. all that. To get to the top of, like, Kim Jones, who probably a name that people have known, Virgil Abloh, those kind of people... Like Kim went to Central St. Martins here in London. He did internships. He's worked at loads of other brands too before then becoming creative director at Louis Vuitton and then moving over to Dior now. That process takes years and years and years to get to the top of a creative director at a brand like that. So to get it like that is just privilege, privilege, privilege because it's like, what do you have, especially at 22 years? It is, but I can understand why because they're engines for each other. The Molly May engine becomes the engine for the... Uh, for PLT. Pretty little thing, Boohoo engine who then creates more influencers from the Molly May engine and they just yeah, work symbiotically PR's good PR, together. Yes, and all the negative yeah. energy can help them. It's like make it our press. followers and their followers, let's create something great and sell loads of it. Um, yeah, the, it's interesting to me that I'm, I'm not entirely sure if she hasn't designed the collection, but if apparently the designer was in the crowd and none of it makes sense. There's, they, I think brands like that have a design team um, and yeah, she might be the leader of that team, but right. in terms, so but that extent, title means yeah. so much in the fashion industry. That's what I'm saying. It has such a heavy 
Weight. It does. It really, really does. Such a heavy weight. Because I have a good friend in the fashion industry called Laquan Smith. So amazing. He is doing really well. Yeah. Amazing. And you know, being with him in in France, uh, following around for Fashion Week, and then when he came to London, and you know, I'm good friends with the you know his assistants, and you know, his literally like. But the people that get everything going, the machine behind getting a runway show going, it's it's insane. Like they do so yep. much hard work. They're dedicated. They do not sleep. Wake up early, early meetings. Like for to see him do all the stuff, and then suddenly you're a creative director. It just become make you're trying to make everything simple. Yeah, and it's not simple. In the they're fight, trying to the put them side world. by side. No, and they're just worlds apart. Worlds apart. Um, this resale platform thing as well. I even, do you know what's funny? I watched back um, Stephen Bartlett's Dragon's Den thing where he invested in Little Loop, um, which is a sustainable fashion business. And he says in that that, um, you know, he's working with these fat, big fast fashion brands and even they're working on resale things now. And now we know that it was the Pretty Little Thing one. Um, ah, interesting. And um, first of all, their garments aren't made to last that long. If I buy something for £2.50, is it worth my time and effort to go and put it on a resale platform Definitely. and get a pound for it? Definitely not. No. The other thing is that it's not worth your money. most of the fashion is trend-led. So it's, it's not going to stay in people's minds long enough to be resold either. True. It's not good, good enough quality either to, yeah, for something to wear. But also what people probably overlook is that it's a cash grab for Pretty Little Thing because Depop are taking their coin at the moment. Because yeah, all the, the PLT stuff that does get resold is probably through Depop. Right. And so now they're gone, we're, we're going to take that back. Oh, and We're going to yeah, keep it in-house. Because that Depop have become quite big in the last they're three big. years. Because they used to be quite small. Yeah. Like a, a and Depop app. drama and all that. Yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. Now they're going to have their own and they're going to take back their take coin back from Depop. Take back that community. And, and take that little commission again. Because the majority of clothes on Depop probably are going to be Boohoo PLT. Yeah. This, the PLT. Depop, listen, great. It's done so much for like a resale platform and um, keep clothes in circularity and all that stuff. But the the boohoo the only way they'll make a change is if they reduce their output by about ninety percent and go from there. And what do you mean by that? They no brand that big, no matter what initiative, no matter what materials they use, will ever be sustainable when you create billions of garments a year. End of simple as that. Your business model it is not set up to be sustainable from the get go. So you'll never you can make everything from natural fibers, still won't work. Oh, you have wow. too much shit. So do you think those factories are still ongoing in the UK? Yes. Like, and there's quite a few of them. And then it's not probably not just Leicester then. No. Probably f a few more like all over. And they claim that they didn't know that people were getting paid. They can distance themselves from them. Because I think that's they're what they like, were trying to do. Yeah. So when it all came out, um, they distanced themselves by saying that they're not their factory. They don't own that factory. They're like, um, right. they're like external contracting right. the factory. Yeah. Like, um, so it's there. It's whoever owns the factory is them. Mm. But when you're making clothes at a crazy rate to satisfy your, you as the customer, you're responsible. Yeah. Either way, you're responsible. And you know what's going on. And so like, oh, you know, yeah, we're going to create change. We're going to make our own factory. It's going to be perfect. It accounts for literally like 1% of your whole business. Interesting. Maybe less, probably less. Um, Corrupt. Yeah. From within. Not to mention, you know, they can't even map their supply chain. Mm. It's not possible to. So there's, there's so, much, so many tangents of their business model that's just not going to work. Interesting. Uh, last question before I wrap this up. I did see something. Uh, I think it was on TikTok or was it on Twitter or something. And I think somebody saw you wearing Nike shoes or something like that. And they were like, oh, you know, you're wearing Nike, but they have, you know, the way they treat their workers is far worse than PLT. Yeah. So when people put you in these predicaments. Yeah. They try and catch me out. And try and catch yeah. you out. 
how does that make you feel especially if somebody who's very passionate about sustainability um how do you tackle that because they may have a point but it's also like you're just doing it to catch me out and be a hypocrite but aren't we yeah. all hypocrites to an extent anyways it's um first of all i try not to immediately like try and go and defend myself right the thing i want people to understand is that no one is perfect but you can have the best sustainable fashion activist they're not perfect yeah like i used to work for my town really like, exactly. right perfection doesn't exist i'm not perfect i know i'm not perfect i've made changes right. i've moved house i've sold my car i've changed energy provider i've changed my diet I've stopped eating meat there's all these things that but you're trying the best of the your, your yeah abilities. but i don't go and put that all on someone and say you need to do this too if you want to work like in the same space you need to do that you don't yeah. need to do that make the changes you're comfortable with making but yeah, the things, they love to do that yeah and i think it's, it's, it's like I'm you're not perfect it, yeah. so how can you i'm like first of all they're trying to the do the night trainers i've got on i've had like five years yeah they're trying it's not to do fast a lot fashion they're trying to do a lot. Yeah, there might be some ethical issues. Yeah, but I bought them and I look after them and I wear them to death and I get as much use out of them as possible. And I try not to buy them new. I try and buy them secondhand anyway. So no, there's these changes, good. yeah, like those little things. But it's it comes from like that, that just online culture. One of trying to be relevant. One of trying to be the social pressure of having something new every time you post a picture, and all those things. It's that mindset that we need to change more than anything no definitely i feel like for me personally you've definitely brought a lot of awareness just when i like see things like i just think about it like oh like i didn't think about this as much mm. or like you know yeah we discussed it or initially especially i did on my channel when there were leicester shops and everything came into surface it then made me think but then you know it, you, it didn't make me think enough about it i'm like yeah. okay this is bad i spoke about it but then you know but it's, it's great i think the leicester thing it was nice to have not nice but it was good to finally have a story that came from England and it was like, now it's happening here, we care. Like, you can't do this shit in England. Yeah. But in 2012, a thousand people died when a building collapsed where they were making clothes. In the UK? In Rana Plaza in uh, Indonesia. Indonesia. In, yeah. Because we always get our clothes made in Bangladesh. Or like yeah. In, and now, Bangladesh, now I, remember I was in Zara just looking at the labels thinking, hmm, like how did they actually make yeah, this? And all we think is like, oh, that's, that's quite far away. Like that's, that's quite far away. Like did they, was it Eastern to make this? Did they get paid enough? Like now you just have these questions in your head and you just become more aware of the clothes you're wearing. Yeah. You want it to be from places it, that aren't. Yeah. And it was like that story from the UK and I'm like, it's, it's good that this is finally resonating. Yeah. Primark a massive factory in Primark, the, pro the workers in that factory were trying to protest their rights. They're being kept in there 24 hours, no food and all this stuff. Do you know what they did? Locked them inside the factory. Where was this, sorry? I think it was in China, in a Primark factory. They locked them inside. They're protesting their rights and they locked them in. That's insane, like guinea pigs. There's probably far worse stories than that. Far worse. Like far it's worse. insane. Yeah. Damn, well, I'm glad you came. No, I really I'm appreciate it. I'm glad we it. did this. I really appreciate it. Like we spoke about a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the main topics that I wanted to cover, especially the Good. PLT stuff. Yeah. What's next for you? Um, I'm going to Milan Fashion. I've got um, some work You're going here. to Milan this week. Going yeah. to Milan Fashion Week there. Um, really excited to see some shows, um, some really high end stuff. And then um, it goes from New York. It was New York. It's when? Then it's Paris after, after that. After Milan. I'm not yeah. sure about Paris yet. Right. And he's do some work. But literally on a mixed all of this on Friday, I submitted my PhD thesis as well. Wow. Yeah. So. What was your PhD thesis in? Um, public health and physical activity. Whilst you were doing on Fashion Week and whilst you were on Love Island, did you uh, put yeah. a pause? So during Love Island, I literally sent it to all my professors to read through the big document. And then four weeks time, I got it all back so I could make Jesus. amendments and stuff. So it's yeah. all, all me going at the same time. 
non-stop. non-stop. It's non-stop for Brett's life, man. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Appreciate I it, appreciate man. it. Subscribe to the channel, guys. Brett from Love Island. Hashtag I'm over it. There's so many cameras here. People don't know where to even look, man. Even I don't know to look at this point. But I'm going to be looking at this camera. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. And thank you, for Brett, for gracing me for your presence. Thank you very much. Man. And thank you for the Skybine. who's controlling everything. And uh, we'll definitely catch you guys soon. Click that button and subscribe daily and consistent, guys.